Broken Bulbs is a proud member of the Create Fine and is produced by Mecco Radio. So what I did as I saw something that was in the book that was really good, you know how you highlight it and that's good. I would take that highlight and I would copy it and drop it over into a Google Doc. And I've got an ongoing Google, Google Doc now for content. So that as I'm doing my podcast, as I'm doing my YouTube channel, when it comes time to sit down and uh, Alex, you can relate to this. You sit down there and you go, oh, there's a blank screen. I got to come up with something. What am I going to say? Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again for the third time by Terry Brock. Terry has got to be one of the most entertaining people I've had on the podcast. He's quick, he's clever, I was so impressed with how well prepared he was for the show, and he's funny. He's also a podcaster, which of course we all know how much I love podcasts, and he's a speaker, often for other speakers. If you want to listen to more Terry, you can go to episodes 49 and 90 of Broken Bulbs. No failure today, just just Terry, back with some great advice. That's coming up after the break. Real quick request before we get into today's show. If you could go and leave us a kindly or I guess hurtful review wherever you listen to your podcasts, that would be amazing. And if your podcatcher doesn't allow you to do that, you can click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right to Podchaser, which is like an IMDb for podcasts. You can drop us a review there. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear about it. It helps people find us and it makes us feel warm and fuzzy. Enjoy the show. Terry Brock, ready to talk about some more broken bulbs? It's painful, but it's good to have that cathartic release. So uh, you're, you'll be my psychiatrist and I can talk to you, Dr. Alex. I'm just going to pretend you're a doctor for a moment here and pretend <laughs> and help and go forward with this because I think it'll help others. Perfect. All right. If you can sit down on this uh, lounge chair here as we I will. Can as I we lie down started. on that, doctor? Is that all right? <laughs> That's all right. Whatever makes you feel comfortable, Terry. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think the Freudians used to do that and all the thing. I don't think they do that as much anymore, but uh, we did not study a whole lot of psychiatry when I went to business school. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm excited for this one. We're going to be talking about some ongoing broken bulbs that you're dealing with. Walk us through this. This might be a little bit more of an eclectic episode where we talk about a few things you're working on. Do you mind walking us through and getting us started here? Yeah, sure. And let me step back and say, first of all, I really like what you're talking about with the broken bulbs, because it's a lot of learning from that to realize, okay, we all stumble and fall. We all have those, oh, whoops, or maybe we could use a few more colorful military expressions to describe what's happened. But the idea is we've fallen down. What do we do? And I started thinking, where have I had some of the greatest challenges and what have I done wrong in the, what is it now, 37, 38 years so far in business? I'm off to a good start. And so I got that there. And I thought one of the keys is I've been deficient in record keeping. And one of those records would be in logs and activity, the logs about what's going on, what happened. And now I can do it a little bit more because it's easier today. But I think there's a lot to be said for journaling, for doing a business journal. Here's what I did today. Here's what was good. Hey, here's a celebration day. Ooh, here was a setback. Ooh, here was something bad that happened. Keep track of that because that's life. Then you can go back. I've done a journal for many years, but I think I would have been more conscious about it and do more with it. And so that's one thing I would want to do. Another one, secondly, is relationships. Stay in touch with important people. 
I find that there's a lot of people that come and go. And too often we meet someone, we're with them for a little while, and then they're gone. And I would say, find those relationships that you can keep and keep track of them. A good way to do that, of course, is a database. Keeping database, a CRM, that uh, contact relationship management, those kind of packages can be very helpful. We didn't have that before, but I remember years ago, I learned about both uh, Presidents Bill Clinton and George Bush, George Herbert Walker Bush, the first one, uh, put politics aside. They both kept immaculate records on people they met, and they did it just with index cards and a pen. They'd write down, I met this person and he liked this or he did that. He went to school here, those little things. And they would keep a good system to be able to recall it so that then maybe a year, two years later, they knew they were going to see that person again or they had reviewed it just enough so they can go, oh, yeah. Hey, how are those uh, team of your school and how are they doing? I see they lost the game last week. Hope that uh, you didn't uh, mind that or whatever. It's something that creates a bond. And I think though building those relationships is something I would do a lot more. And I've been deficient in that. And it's something that I want to do moving forward to make it a lot better. And then a third area that I found really, really important is in reading. I love reading. And I think what I would do more, and I'm doing now, is keeping better track, better records of what I'm reading. So that as I read it, I've got a record. And the way I'm doing it now, just this morning, matter of fact, in my reading, I was reading a great book on uh, Pitch Perfect by uh, Bill McGowan. He's talking about how to present yourself, how to present your ideas, et cetera, those kind of things. And so what I did as I saw something that was in the book that was really good, you know how you highlight it, and that's good. I would take that highlight and I would copy it and drop it over into a Google Doc. And I've got an ongoing Google, Google Doc now for content. So that as I'm doing my podcast, as I'm doing my YouTube channel, when it comes time to sit down, and Alex, you can relate to this, you sit down there and you go, oh, there's a blank screen. I got to come up with something. What am I going to say? Well, I can go to my content Google Docs and read through that and go, oh, yeah, there was a good idea. And I can quote from that where I can say, author said such and such in this book on da 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 whatever it is, and read that and then build a story on top of that. So I would do that better in the future. And so I've realized these are key areas, making sure that I keep track of the activities, of the relationships, and of material that I'm consuming, like reading, as well as podcasts that might be particularly good, as well as videos I see on YouTube and elsewhere, so that I can say, hey, that was a good thing to remember, and just keep track of that on a regular basis, using Google Docs and using a lot of smart dictation. I often will quote something, or if I get an idea, I'll just talk it into there using Google Docs, and particularly their voice typing. Their voice typing is a great little tool for that. And you, I remember in your podcast, you called this your reservoir of ideas. Yes, the ROI. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was fantastic. Just having a place where you can, you know, just download the things in your brain to put it down. Because we think sometimes when we come up with a good idea, we're going to remember it forever. It's always, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's always going to be in the back of our heads. And we're going to pull it up and be like, yeah, that's perfect. But I know for me, that is not the case at all. Has there been a moment where you've gone in and, and thought, oh, thank goodness I've got this here? Oh, absolutely. Many times. And I find it's just like you said, Alex, what happens is our brain goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you'll remember this. Sure. Yeah. And we forget it because we got other things going on. But today we've got the technology. 
like never before, to do dictation and get pretty reasonably good results. Even if it's not exactly accurate, if you did it and you go back and look at it, you can remember, okay, I know what that word was supposed to be. I know the general thought. And by putting a brain dump, as soon as you can get the idea into some place where you can keep it, I like Google Docs because I can then access it with my Mac, uh, my laptop computer. I can access it with my smartphone. And it's nice that it's there in the cloud. I've got access to it. I can look at it when I need it. And it starts the ideas stimulating in my mind so that I can come up with additional content. And so we've got activity, relationships, and content ideas. Yeah, and content. I call it reading or content, but I'd say, yeah, content is a good way to put it. Now, this is kind of a bit different of an episode to begin with. Uh, so I'll, I'm, I'm curious to hear what is some of the content you're consuming right now that has been helping you uh, improve in, in your own experience. Oh, well, that book I read this morning, I like to, when I can, I like reading a book a day. And I took a course on a photo reading, showing us how to read and go through and read uh, regularly like that. I don't do it every day, but I really enjoy that. So I'm reading that. I'm reading The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday every day. And I find that's really good. It's short. It's just one page, or, you know, maybe a um, page and a half or so, but really good ideas. I'll do that. And then uh, I'm working also on my Spanish. Because here in Florida, where I am, we have a large Spanish-speaking population, and there's a lot of opportunities. I've worked some down in Mexico and uh, Colombia and some other countries and want to do even more there. I see it as a wonderful market, and I just love the Spanish language. So I'm working on that. I find exercising our mind and stretching in that way is really a good practice. Of course, at the end of every episode, I like to leave time for what's working for you now and where people can find you. So where can people find you, Terry, and how can they get in touch? The best way would be through my website. Uh, Just go over to real simple, terrybrock.com, and that's spelled T-E-R-R-Y, and Brock is spelled the right way, B-R-O-C-K. All right. Well, with that, I just want to say once again, Terry, thank you for joining me. Alex, great to be with you. And thank you for listening. There was a lot of great advice in this episode. Thanks to Terry for bringing it. Special thank you to Terry for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. And I guess in this case, his advice. Links to his work are in the show notes. You can also listen to Terry on episodes 49 and 90 of Broken Bulbs. And you can leave us a review using the first link in the show notes. Gives us a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. So thank you really for doing that. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.